All right, so the PGA Championship is this week, Sean. I, I, I like I like golf when when majors are involved. Major major golf tournaments are exciting. Uh, we we were, I feel like it was just a couple days ago we were talking about uh, you know the British Open. Uh, there's been a couple tournaments between there and now, but but it's been been recent recent you know two two majors in the span of a month. Pretty exciting. It's in Missouri. When I when I think of golf, I think Missouri summertime. Lots of it's a sun. It's hot. It's humid. What's not to like about, about you know about the state of Missouri for for hosting this? Yeah, hot, humid, sticky is one of the things that I think of. Um, disgusting. Just brutal, brutal conditions. I don't know. Part of me wants to say it's be better for young guys because the tough you know it might take a lot out of you, but also the humidity will be good for arthritis. So don't count out the old guys. How, how has can you explain to me how Anheuser Busch has has somehow avoided this uh, you know, sponsoring this tournament? Like, why isn't this the Bud Light Open? Oh, interesting. I don't know. Um, I mean, having worked at a country club, yeah, Bud Light is very popular. Um, rich people are cheap. I'm gonna find out. Uh, they did have a Clydesdale. I flipped on the little live from the open today. First thing I saw was a Clydesdale in my face. So I don't know why um, they're not more heavily featured I don't that Clydesdales aren't usually featured unless it's I feel like it's Christmas time well I guess they keep them there in St. Louis is that how they move the beer around I, I don't I don't know I don't understand that one but no they feed the so, so it's beer Missouri the yeah so it's, yeah it's, we're, we're in Missouri this weekend and I was reading earlier I, you know I, I like to read about uh Various expert opinions on golf, and and one of the articles I read was about the greens this week, and how they're just terrible condition. Have you have you, have you heard about that? No, I haven't. I saw an awkward interview with the um, greenskeeper, where he just kept he, he was really polished, and then afterwards they just kept talking about like, well, even if it's in really bad shape, you know, they'll make the most of it. And I'm like, well, why? They keep suggesting it might be in really bad shape, but I guess it is. It might be in really bad shape. Is that uh, that's what I'm reading. Yeah, uh, huh. they're apparently sp- spray painting some of the the edges of the greens. Now, apparently, the the uh, professional golfers that have been sampling the golf course uh, this week have have reported that it's it's not going to be a big deal. That you know the conditions, you know, for example, at the Open Championship a few weeks ago in, in Scotland were were comparable. I don't know. I guess they don't know if they spray painted the greens there or not, too. I don't know if that's like a common thing. Yeah, the spray painting, I bet it goes on a lot more than you'd think. And that's just, that's totally aesthetics. Like, like I think they like in Scotland, they just let it be all burned up looking. And I think it's been similarly really hot and dry in, uh, in Missouri. I don't know. I'm talking out my ass here. But yeah, well, I think so they just wanted to the, look the, the, nice. On TV. Well, of course they want it to look nice. It's it's everyone everyone's look about about, about the optics It'll these days. It'll play fine. Know, what does it look like? It'll play fine. It'll play fine. I guess I, what I what I found the most interesting about the Golf Digest article was was that there was an unnamed source. Any any time you've got an article that contains an unnamed source, you know it's serious business. This is, you know, this could go really far with with uh, as far as the PGA Tour is concerned. 
Who do you think it was? Well, they interviewed they interviewed some pretty high high named caddies. Tiger for this Woods. One. Like we're talking tight ti- ti- Yeah, Tiger's caddy was mentioned. I think DJ uh, Dustin Johnson's caddy was mentioned. Dustin himself actually was also mentioned. No comment from Tiger, but we did get some like I said some Dustin commentary. But like when you have an unnamed caddy, who yeah who who could it be? Yeah, I think it was probably Tiger Woods himself <clears throat> pretending to be his own. Guy. Yeah, that's actually that. No, that's it's not his first rodeo, dude. That's a great point. It has to be his. It has to be him. And but, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, off the record, but unnamed source. That exactly. is that's a straight to a Sobel. Real of genius. He probably pipeline that one yeah. straight to Sobel. Jay Sobel, yeah, Action Network. So this week with the the uh, the salaries, I was just taking a peek at those those salaries. Who is the who? I mean, who, who's going to win? Who's Who's going to win the tournament this week? Is it going to be uh, Dustin Johnson? Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I, I couldn't get. I was too excited to even get it out. Why not? It's the same answer yeah, every I week. I couldn't stop talking about him either. Same answer every week. Well, last week, I think we could all agree that we thought coming off the win, Dustin was probably not going to win, and uh, we all. Uh, Used used Justin Thomas because he had the uh, his salary was pretty pretty cheap last week. Yeah, Thomas is like two thousand dollars too cheap last week. He's like a thousand dollars too cheap this week. Everybody was on him yeah. last week, but not too many. I mean, similar this week, he's going to be popular, but people stay off enough. Um, he's really right there behind DJ in any tournament. DJ, I don't know. I've seen him win back-to-back before. He could have done it. That's just the funny thing. Like DJ didn't play well and still finished second. Um, it's kind of a joke. He could run away with any tournament he enters. I thought it was interesting. I saw a tweet the other day that, that uh, Justin Thomas was 30-1 to 1 to win the the WGC last week. Did you... Were you, were you shopping some of the betting lines last week? Did you, did you see that one? No, that's, that I mean, I'm pretty sure I pointed that out to you and some other friends and said, hey, if anyone likes money, you should bet this. And, like, you know, then you were like, wow, that's amazing. Did anyone even notice it was 30 to 1? Um, I mean, that's what he was. <laughs> so you noticed it? Was he really 30 to 1? I Somewhere around there. It was wildly available. And he was, the DraftKings salaries are based on the Vegas lines. And you've seen where he was on DraftKings. Yeah. He's, like, down there. For All the right, team. yeah, no. Lots of money just left on the table. I um, I did not bet on Justin Thomas last weekend on the sportsbook side of things. But I did have him in a handful of my... DraftKings lineups and it it didn't work out too well because I had too many other barf barf golfers. Speaking of barf golfers, barf. I'd like to just start off with uh, I'd like to just sort of reel off some names that I like to talk about for this class. We got one I should have mentioned this seven minutes ago when we first started the recording, but we're gonna have I think me talking about random golfers that I'd like to talk about um, for the first episode tonight, and then tomorrow night we'll come back with some potentially more. Helpful commentary when we talk about DraftKings uh, golfers that Sean's like. But uh, anyways, uh, we're talking about barf, barf golfers now, and I, I'd like to talk about Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah, that he, was... He, yeah. Really, he really came on last last week. Like, has anyone going to notice that? Well, the more you fucking talk about it, they'll notice it. You know what I mean? I think yeah. at least another three, four people now 
are going to be aware. Six. I count six. Um, it, well, I when you said barf golfers, the first thing that came to my mind was Bryson DeChambeau. I'm really glad that that's where you went with it. Because, We're on the same wavelength. Yeah, yeah. Just fuck, just disgusting. Like I hate, I loathe them. Uh, I, you know, don't want anything. Well, you're to talking do with about them. personally. You're not talking about his actual gameplay. Yeah, but you know, none of that has anything to do with being successful DraftKings are, and that's what we are. And Dryson Deschambeau's play of the day. Um, it, it all lines up to be a nice little. A tournament play there, people. You know. I mean, you went you went big on Bryson last week. He was your he was your top on guy, right? Yeah, by a hair. I mean, he was in a class of like the same class as like Casey Cantlay, Justin Thomas, Bryson were all the highest owned guys. But yeah, he was right there. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, when we're, we're, we're talking, you know, taking into account salary and and ownership, you you wanted the most of. You had the most of Bryson last week, and I think it was a good play. Even if he shot that that horrible first round, he still turned around and shot pretty well. <laughs> he finished I think he's, above Tiger Woods, right? I mean, that's the remark. I'm that's pretty sure. incredible. That, I mean, after the first round, we would have been like a billion to one that that would happen. Just like yeah. no way. Okay, so I had another golfer in mind on my list, and I want to just get past that because you mentioned the magic word Tiger. Went almost ten minutes without mentioning Tiger, but here we are. Which is a good thing. I feel like that that means we're going to be heavy on him this week, right? Uh, I don't think he's going to be that unpopular. Um, it's a good. It's. I don't know. Did you just yawn? Was that a yawn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking the tiger thing just wears me out. All right. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. It's tiresome. Yeah, I mean he's good at golf. He's priced right now. I'm not excited about it. Uh, if he can't hit his driver, and I think a place like this it really handicaps him. You know, Garnusti was a great spot for him. Last week was really a not a good setup for Tiger to have to come out and not want to hit driver, and then hit it poorly when he did hit it. And that's you know you're gonna need driver this week, so I'm not that excited about it. Sprinkle him. Yeah, I feel like he's going to be, I think the ownership uh, is going to be in the pretty low vicinity, something around 10, 10 or under. Yeah. Which makes me want to use him. Yeah, I want to have some, but I'm not going to have like half my lineups on him like we've done in the past. What's the deal with this course? Is it playing long? Yeah, it's super long. Um, it's just a driver course. It's a lot of a lot of driver teaching. You know, some places that are long, all just the bunkering and stuff kind of lends the playing down. And this is one where, you know, you're gonna want to hit drivers. Yeah. Well, I I like hitting my driver, but I'm not on the tour yet. So I wonder if other guys on the tour, like like a Bubba Watson, do you think he can hit the driver pretty well? Oh yeah, Bubba Watson is a yeah. very good very good driver of the golf ball. You heard it here first. Which is why he's going to be over on this week, right? Shouldn't everybody be on Bubba because he's a – this is an obviously – and I, I tricked you into that question. I knew the answer before I asked it. This is a – this, this week's going to favor the long hitters, right? Everyone knows that. Yeah, like a, but there's so many other things. Everybody knows it. So many other things that go into the popularity. And, yeah, I don't think he's going to be crazy, Aaron. 
Why wouldn't he be? He's won uh, three tournaments this year. He's he's hitting the ball pretty well. Hitting the ball pretty he's well. Putting decently. Yeah, he hasn't really done much for you lately, and that's what all anyone cares about. And he's kind of swamped out there by Finau, Casey, Kucher. I mean, little guys like that, like Spindle Nibble with ownership. Yeah, I don't know. I just I think I think Bubba's the play this year. I'm sorry, this week. He's too too sneaky, which is a good spot for him. He's been his usual uh, when he's been successful. I feel like he gets a little more kooky than usual. Like he starts talking to himself more and just has those weird mannerisms. And he hasn't been doing terribly. Like you just mentioned, he's been kind of cold the last few weeks. This is where he leaps up and and just really kind of kind of you know kind of like a cobra, just kind of ready to just yeah attack. Uh, I like that analogy. Um, I think it's a great spot for him, really. I like it. I mean, numbers-wise, it's only justifiable as a contrarian play. I think there's a couple aspects to this being a bomber score. People are talking about how it plays right to left, kind of like uh, Augusta National, and that there's like this shot shape angle. Yeah. Where Bubba, Bubba plays that right to left. I try to not get too overhyped about that stuff. Um, you know, I... Being that there's there's not a reason history. Tiger hasn't won at Augusta in like 20 years. What do you mean? Well, they they changed the course to to remember they uh, for oh, Tiger. They tiger proof. He hasn't it. won there since then. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. What um, do you mean? What do you mean? What do, what do you mean? Tiger. I don't know. I don't start watching golf to like four years ago, and I've watched this. Yeah. Right, right. Tiger proofed it. Um, you, need to, you you need to improve your if you improve your shot shape, Sean. I promise you'll be a better golfer. Yeah, I I keep think about playing golf often now. I think it'll happen. I, yeah. The commercials. If you keep if you keep thinking about it, it will eventually happen. That's that's someone told me that a long time ago, and I'll I'll never forget that. Speaking of um, forgettable, uh, J- Jordan Spieth, we've we've forgotten about him. Yeah, but most people have. Um, he's same boat as Tiger. Man, he's worth a sprinkle on contrarian alone. Um. Yeah, he's worth a sprinkle. I, I don't yeah. know. It's hard. I'll have more of him than Ricky Fowler. That's for sure. I think my favorite part about majors is, is, is every time there's a bit of major this year, I get to read a nice in-depth Jordan Spieth piece on a on a major website. And I've been, I've been picking on on Golf Digest here, but they have another another nice article with uh, Spieth as the, the the headliner. And they have that, apparently they've got a guy who's like following speed like every minute of the, of the day. They're they've got uh, him, uh, you know, seen in the the the, uh, the the clubhouse locker room. Like that's, that's interesting. That's that's inside. I know on, on a Monday that's some serious reporting. If they've got you know some guy following him around three days before the event starts in the locker room of the golf club. I mean that's. That's the kind of reporting I'm not sure that I would have done, and I'm, maybe that's why I, I, you know, I've got a degree in journalism. And I, I don't do that anymore, so maybe that's why. But yeah, he's he's got a good, a good piece on him in here, and it's it's interesting. A lot of a lot of tidbits. He's he's apparently, he's he's on the way, but he's on the way out of his slump. The tidbits all point towards a, a, a reemergence. Is that what you're saying? Well, that's what I'm seeing. I mean, I'm, I'm overlooking probably the quotes where he's, they sort of make fun of him for, for thinking that he's close, you know, because if you're close in golf, that means you're just, like, lost. 
Oh. So. Yeah, he's fine. He's not lost. I don't know. I think he's always just going to be a high-variance golfer, perfect for tournaments. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to play at least 100 lineups this week, um, personally. And then, like, you double down personally. on that in the in the, uh, those week to the, what, the round three, round four, uh, those type joints. Double down on that. And uh, cover yeah, all these well, I mean, that's that's great strategy. But, yeah, let's talk about speed here for a second. 100 lineups. How many speeds are you going to have? Yeah, I'd like to have uh, 15, 20. 15 to 20. No, I like that. I think that's about right because I feel like you can't you can't forget about him. No, and, don't forget and about And articles speed. like this. Well, yeah, and he, he, was, he was leading the British Open on Saturday, right? I don't know. Wasn't that Tiger Woods? Both of them? Nah, maybe they're both leading. I don't know. He was tied. <laughs> he was tied. Yeah, tied. That's what <laughs> he was tied. I mean, it, it's not funny. That's facts. Pretty sure. All right. No, it's, I mean, sure. it's not funny, but I'm laughing, so. I still think Spieth is, is going to be underlooked, and I feel like even 15 to 20 might not be enough. Like, I'm thinking somewhere like 40%. If we're going to, you know, give me 100 lineups, I'll take 40 with Spieth in it. Yeah, but like Rory, Rory, I mean, you got That's the thing is you get these aggressive percentages, but you, we didn't, it squeezes out Rory, it squeezes out Tiger. You know, uh, the best play up there, it squeezes out DJ May. I mean, you got some room for DJ. That's what I'm saying. You lose these fringe plays, and then a big play on Justin Rose, you need room for that. Rose is like a much more justifiable play and still contrarian coming off his fake injury. That's what we love to see in golf is a good fake injury to take advantage of in a big spot like a major championship. I'm pretty sure I promised to all of our listeners that we were going to talk about like other golfers until tomorrow. So everyone probably just tuned out, and they're going to tune in tomorrow. And on that note, we're going to take a quick, a quick break for the, for the sponsorship here. All right, we're going to hop, hop back into it here. Let's, let's, let's try this again with, with some more golfers. I like talking golf. It's, it's golf talk anyways, right? What about what about um, we already talked about my my favorite barf golfer and, and Bryson. Another guy that, who I like to make fun of is is Troy Merritt. He's going to play this week, but, but give us some background, Sean, on what happened to, to Troy Merritt this past week. Oh, it was disgusting, man. He had a blood clot that ran from his pectoral muscle down to his elbow or something. I don't know, out up into his shoulder. It yeah. was a foot long. Oh, God. I mean, just horrible. He had, like, an interview about how he's still going to play, and he just was, like, going to rub some dirt on it. And I, I'm pretty much, like, really anti- modern medicine but that shit was disgusting and i don't think he should be playing golf this week uh, yeah yeah no one needs modern medicine i think we can all agree on that but when, when it comes <laughs> down to when yeah when it comes down to, to troy Merritt and i and i just that, that whole thing i mean what a guy he, he really wanted to just tough it out and and i mean he if he, he if he wasn't married he might have tried to play this week with with this like swollen arm. Feel free, to, you know, if you're listening, to Google this. I, I didn't. I ran into this uh, from Sean here. I was on on Golf Digest all all throughout the day, otherwise, and didn't see the article. So I mean, 
for some reason Golf Digest isn't covering that. But but yeah, it's he really should be dead. If let's just think his wife, because I think his wife was the the voice of reason here, and I think yeah. <laughs> that's that's kind of worth noting because I mean the world the world needs more Troy Merritts. I don't know about that. I kind of he's kind of I mean, I mean as a human being, he's fine I guess. I mean as a golfer, pretty annoying. Um, I, you know I certainly don't want anything bad to happen to the guy, but. Uh, his wife did be like, "Hey, dude, your arm is purple. Go to the doctor." Troy Merritt was kind of—he's like the Ricky Bobby of the PGA. He was just like, "All I know how to do is compete." And uh, his wife was like, "Go to the oh, hospital." Put your head down and just and just let her rip. Yeah, that's yeah. that's one way to live life. I mean, can you imagine though? I mean, let's, let's say he was playing this weekend and didn't didn't go to the doctor and. You know, pull a Jason Day, except he did actually just died. Because I mean, when you have a blood clot, that's pretty much the next step is death, right? Yeah, that is. Yeah, pretty much. It could have gone straight to the brain, I believe. Yeah. So I've got a new segment for this week. I just thought of this. It's called the Sultans of Swing. Uh, it's inspired by a particular Dire Straits song. And if you don't like the Dire Straits, you're probably not listening to this podcast. But I guess I could be wrong. But anyways, the Sultan of Swing. Who's your Sultan of the, the, the Swing this week? Wow, this is a real treat. I can't believe, um, yeah, that, that we get to feature Dire Straits here on the cast. That must have cost a, a pretty penny. Um, so the Sultan of Swing for me this week uh, is going to have to go to Gary Woodland for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, fuck yeah. Seven thousand dollars. Who? I mean, if you're not using Gary Woodland this week, you're you're you basically you're playing a, you're playing for uh, second. I, yeah, you you're playing for a second, maybe third if you're lucky. At least, at least, yeah. Because if you're not playing for first, you why bother? Playing for last. I mean, especially with the the DraftKings nowadays, the. It's like oh, first yeah. place is a hundred thousand dollars and ninth place is a hundred dollars or something. Dude, we've hit we've hit second place like a, a lot this year, and we're not. I'm I'm still I still have a day job, so that that says a lot right there. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, being the um, what it would be like the Stenson of DFS doesn't pay quite as well. I don't wait, wait. I thought Stenson's won tournaments before. What he are you does. talking about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, who's someone who always gets second? A you lot mean of like twenty twelve Stenson? Yeah. OG Stenson. <laughs> well, it's twenty eighteen now, and I mean, welcome to today, where where Henrik Stenson is a, is a winner. But yeah, Stenson, another great uh, contrarian play. Nothing to talk about tomorrow. No, I think that was a great point. Yeah, we're gonna this. We basically just gave all of our content away for for this show, but I feel like tomorrow, if you tune in, you're going to be extremely excited to hear about things that are related to to possibly golf. We could just, keep, but yeah, keep I going. mean, I was actually thinking Stenson was going to be like a great play. Like, I mean, he was a great play last weekend. I was, I used him in my my weekend lineups, and I uh, was really happy to push that button next to his name because I mean, I, I like I like Henrik. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Oh. Really well, second place. Second place, nice. Yeah, your uh, Stenson took you to second. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, yeah, Stenson, I mean, going into last week was really sketchy because he had this pretty significant elbow injury, and the interviews were like, well, if it wasn't the Open Championship, I probably wouldn't play. And now we're a few weeks removed from that, and it's looking like he looks – I mean, his tee to green game last week was as good as anybody's, and he just didn't – he gave it all away on the greens, and that's the kind of guy we want to target, meaning he's just a – the wind could blow a slightly different way, and he's going to be in contention. Um, and people are still off of him because of these injury concerns, but I think it's a good window to, to really blast him here. I mean, how long, how long ago was that surgery? Uh, there was no surgery. He just had a, a Sorry, thing. how long ago was the injury? Open champion. He was complaining about it leading up to the Open Championship, and that was um, three weeks ago. Yeah, I like him because he's, over, he's, he's kind of overpriced. I feel like he's he's in the same you know category as a Matsuyama or a or a Norin. Yeah, nobody's gonna have them either. Why not? What's wrong with Norin? <laughs> I mean, no, I don't know. That's people are fickle and dunk because I mean, again, the Open Championship three weeks ago, he was the fucking hot commodity, uh, and now nobody wants anything to do with him. And it's like the whole time, it's ostensibly the same really good golfer. Um, people are just okay. So, so speaking fickle. of speaking of good golfers, what about Jason Day? Yeah, great golfer. You forgot about him, and now they've remembered him, so it's time to move on to the next guy. I mean, is he the single most best putter of all, of all time? No, not of all time. Well, who is the best putter of all time? I don't know, man. I started watching golf three years ago, four years ago. Well, so, that, so then by... So in, in, your, in your frame of reference, who is the best putter of the last three years? Um, I would still give it to... Man, it's hard because Spieth's been so bad this year, but I would still give it to Spieth, like, zooming out. Day's been so good this year, he really, really overtakes him, but I don't know. I, I mean, right, so that, the way they framed the question on TV was, like, if you got, like, you got someone saying over a 10-footer, like, with your life on the line or something, who do you want to take the shot? And Jason Day's the answer oh. right now. Like, right now you wouldn't want Spieth to take the shot, but. You know, over the past four years, like some, I mean, the, the majors that Speed has won with that putter. And he's putting his ass off for a while, man. Well, so was Kevin Kisner two weeks ago at the Open, but no one's talking about him anymore. Yeah, Kevin Kisner didn't win the Open. Kevin Kisner, I mean, it's not even comparable, dude. Like, I mean, Speed was slaying everything. Kisner had a couple good rounds. Couple good rounds. The other guy I was really interested in talking about today is Patrick Cantlay. Can't play. Turns out he uh, can you said it, play. Not me. Turns out he can play. I mean, that's another one that just wears me out. I feel another yawn coming on because it's like I don't even. I'm sorry to talk about Patrick Cantlay because dude's just the He's most just tiresome. Like he just wears out top twenties. I don't know what why you would ever not pick him. And still, people are kind of curiously like he's on the radar but not like one of the really popular guys. Um, I'll still have him, but he's creeping up there in salary and popularity to get where he's 
He's getting close yeah. to where he should be rated. But still a play. Well, I think his his Saturday round at, at the the WGC was an eye opener and I I only really know that specifically because we we had him in or I guess I had him, sorry, in the uh in the weekend two round event on DraftKings and he was pretty lightly owned on, on that event and he man he he only shot like two under, but boy, he had an eagle, a bunch of birdies. I mean, he was scoring lots of fantasy. He was he was the fantasy point leader on Saturday, which which says something. I mean, if you know at the, at the end of the day, if we're talking to fantasy sports, it's all about scoring fantasy points, and he was the fantasy point leader. So you really want to make sure he's in your lineups. Like you said, it's kind of tiresome. I think he was he 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 definitely kind of opened up his eyes with the, that round on Saturday. Even on the whole round, I mean, the whole event, he played pretty well. The whole four rounds. That yeah, that's an amazing point, Zach. That's an amazing. I think so. Story. That's why I was saying it. Yeah. Really inspirational. Um, inspirational. Well, that's why we're doing this. I mean, this is this to me is is the highlight of my week, and and we're gonna do it twice this week. So I'm gonna have two highlights this week. And, and on that note, we're going to take a quick, quick break for the sponsorships. Yeah, we don't really have sponsorships. 